I guess that's just the way things are around here. My whole purpose in life is to serve Pee Wee Herman, and everything else comes second. There's your sandwich. Is there anything else I can do for you, Pee Wee? Well, it looks like the pickle can sometimes trouble. Oh! No trouble at all, Pee Wee. Sorry, Otis. Sorry, Dean. Game's over. Oh, Pee Wee Herman wants a pickle. Hey, here's your time, pickle. Are you happy now? surf guitar too you know what i'm saying <laughs> yo i hope you didn't just brush your teeth because that was pure juice right to the mouth <laughs> what's going on everyone wagwan my name is mortimer main i am your buddy here up in the treehouse lounge i am the dj the mc general manager and selector all right whatever you need let me know you want a cheese sandwich a pickle Somebody's being a little grumpy, let me know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, we have a gigantic show today. We have so much going on today in the show. There's no other word to describe it than gigantic. This is Doors Part 2, baby. This is L.A. Woman. You know what's funny I was thinking about it today? I met a lot of people from L.A. I've never met a female born there. I've never met a real L.A. woman. A lot of L.A. guys got friends from Anaheim, P. 
Pedro Compton met cats from Inglewood. Never any females, no LA woman. But that's okay because I have the album. <laughs> so that means you have the album today. <laughs> so that's gonna be great. But before we talk about the music, let's talk about the movie that we watched while we were setting up the lounge today. It was Nomad Land, directed by Chloe Zhang, starring Francis McDormand, produced by Francis McDormand. Another movie where France, it's Francis McDormand against the world, and to some extent she triumphs as per. You know, it's funny, it's a great movie starring real Americans, real non-actor Americans, and... It depends where you're sitting when you watch it, I think, to see what you're going to get from it. So if you're rich, you're going to see a sad story. If you're poor, you're going to see a story about inspiration and hope in the real world. If you're Amazon, you're going to see your cold hard efficiency demonstrated on a gigantic scale. And if you're American, you're going to see a large part of America, both geographically and metaphorically. Best quote from the movie, which basically sums up the whole situation. Don't get caught out in the boondocks without a spare. Mm. Watch the movie, it just won Best Picture, it's great. Best Picture and Best Director, Chloe Zhao, not Zhang, Chloe Zhao. Moving on, The Doors Part 2. The Doors were formed in 1965, Venice Beach, California, Los Angeles, Fair Verona. I can't believe that in Doors Part 1, for a second I was like, ah, oh, I don't think I'm a Doors head. Because what a ridiculous thing to say for someone who, as an 18-year-old, made a day trip pilgrimage to visit Jim Morrison's grave in Paris. Like, what the hell? Père Lachaise Cemetery in Paris. You gotta uh, get on Ligne 2. Get off at Philippe Auguste Station. Philippe Auguste Station. It's the resting place of quite a few famous people. For example, George Bizet, composer. Oscar Wilde. Writer, poet, Marcel Proust, writer, thinker. I didn't know who any of those guys were when I was 18. I'm gonna talk about uh, I'm gonna talk about that day a little bit later. But first, just the Doors overall. The biggest Doors fan I've ever ever known was my friend Brooke from elementary. We went to elementary school, junior high, high school together. This girl in like grade four or five loved The Doors, was her favorite band. When lots of other girls, kids would have been into like New Kids on the Block, Vanilla Ice. Brooke was like, The Doors, man, Jim Morrison. She loved The Doors and she loved Highlander. (laughs) There can only be one. There can only be one Brooke. She loved The Doors so much and Jim Morrison that People would talk about it. I remember talking about it to my friend Country Keith. He was like, Brooke really loves the doors. I'm like, she really loves the doors. He's like, how much do you think she loves the doors? I'm like, she would have sex with 
Jim Morrison's grave because I know that he's the lieutenant of the doors and he's dead. And Keith said, yeah, right, she said that. And I said, ah, uh, yeah, yeah, she said that. Lying, you know, just to make the story better. She needed to create five. And then Country Keith was like a pretty bastard move on his part. We're, we're in the playground or whatever, and we're talking to Brooke, and Keith's like, you said you'd have sex with Jim Morrison's grave. Keep in mind, we didn't even really know what sex was, I don't think, at this point. Like, I was pretty sure that sex with a gravestone was probably impossible, and, and that, that's why it was a funny joke to say. But then Keith kind of, like, called me out, and then Brooke was like, yeah. And <laughs> in my head, I was just like, Because <laughs> either, that meant either, she was just so about it, about it that she's like, yeah, I would. Or she actually knew that she had said that before. Or she was just like, fuck you, country Keith, you know, like, don't be a dick. <laughs> Big ups to Brooke. So the Doors, the Doors. What a weird name for a band, right? One of the all-time weird names for a band. But here's the deal, here's what I want. It's a reference to a work by an author called Aldous Huxley of Brave New World fame. He came out with a book in 1954 called The Doors of Perception. This book was all about a mescaline trip he had taken, his first mescaline trip. The Doors of Perception, so he tripped out, so he, his mind got expanded. Doors of Perception is actually a reference by Huxley to poet, author, renaissance man William Blake. Tiger, tiger, burning bright through the forest of the night. What immortal hand or eye could frame your fearful symmetry? That guy, Huxley said, referring to purposely hallucinating. The mystical experience is doubly valuable. It is valuable because it gives the experiencer a better understanding of oneself and the world because it may help one to lead a less self-centered and more creative life. Wow, pretty deep stuff. Guys tripping balls. Okay, let's get into the tune. LA Woman. I was in Paris with my two friends, CD Keith and Josh. And on this trip, it was weird. Like, our whole plan was not only to visit Jim Morrison's grave, but to listen to the song L.A. Woman while we were there. Because we didn't know what to expect. We didn't know if there's other going to be other people there. We didn't know if we are going to be able to find it. We didn't know. But we came prepared. We had booze. We had wine. We had Keith's mini CD player and his portable battery-powered speakers. And we had the Doors' greatest hits. And when we got there, well, there were other people there. And two of them were these guys from Poland who were doing the exact same thing we were. They had some booze too. And a nice camera, I remember. One guy's name was Wojtek and the other guy's name must have been something like pretty westernized like Michael or something like that. As we were chilling, as we were listening to the song, drinking beer, which was not allowed, security rolled up on us. And I was able to obstinately stall until the song LA Woman ended and then we got kicked out. Paris was crazy. You could get a bottle of wine for two euros, which was like, man, you could get a, you could get a bottle of water for about the same price. 
So we bought, remember we bought this two euro bottle of wine. And we were just like in our like, I don't know, blood sacrifice to the rock god, gonna pour it out in the grave. But we didn't get a chance to do that. So we just left it in, in the area. And then we got kicked out, not of the cemetery, but just of the area. So we walked around for it. We were pretty buzzed up, having a good time. Accomplished the mission, at least, of uh, listening to the song. And then we were just like, you know what? We left that whole bottle of wine back there. Like, let's go back and get it, because we, we don't have enough money to be like removing bottles of wine. So we were back at the gravesite like 10 minutes later, and the bottle was gone. And we think it was, we thought it was probably the Polish guys, Wojtek and Michael, which we were basically fine with. <laughs> Okay, let's go. Let's go find our LA woman together.
there was big tune mr mojo rising what's that well it's a pretty cool sounding thing to say because jim morrison is obviously mr mojo and he's rising rising but mr mojo rising you may or may not know is actually an anagram for jim morrison's name when i learned that it completely blew my young mind i was like oh my god this guy's so smart but then when I read more about him, I was just like, wow, he's actually like a pretty doomed alcoholic drug user. Kind of took a, his poetry kind of took a backseat to his substance abuse problems. Jim Morrison died in 1971, RIP. There was never any autopsy done. So it's like suspicious causes, not foul play. Assume that was a drug overdose, but officially it was just ruled as heart failure. Ray Manzarek died in 2013, RIP Ray. Get this, Jim Morrison's dad. Jim Morrison, one of the first big rock stars. Acid rock. His dad was in the military. <laughs> His dad rose to the ranks of the US Navy to reach the really high rank of Rear Admiral. <laughs> yes, that's a real rank. And you command many ships at that rank i found this out today and this absolutely blew my mind jim morrison's dad rear admiral morrison was actually in command of u.s naval forces during the gulf of tonkin incident in 1964 which basically provided the pretext for the american escalation of the conflict in the country with boots on the ground do your research on that jim morrison's dad might have um started the vietnam war <laughs> okay yo this has been a long show already but i'm gonna leave you with another song this one is another kind of scary song but i don't think you'll be too scared about it today all right so before we get into that just looking at the Drake numbers, where are we at? Last time we looked at the numbers, which was yesterday, it was in favor of Drake blasting back by one vote. But big things happen in the day, okay? What a difference a day makes. I was flooded, man. Think about this debate. I think a lot of people, like, if they just don't like Drake, they realize they think that not blasting back is the not cool option so they figure that's what drake would actually do in real life and that's fine i mean this is just kind of an informal poll but um yeah so now the numbers look like this drake to blast back 39 situation no change drake to not blast back and flee 56 like whoa what happened yesterday people just flipped out about drake or what Okay, uh, honorable mention of one pretty funny Drake pro that was emailed in. Drake, a cool thing about Drake, a pro about Drake is that he, when he was younger, when he was a teenager, he survived a school shooting in Degrassi. <laughs> and you know what? I was thinking about that because it was pretty funny. got me laughing. It was his character survived the school shooting because he got blasted on at school and put in a wheelchair tragic stuff but you know what drake's homies 
on the show where they still fucked with them. They were still cool, you know. No one was just like, ah, oh, you're in a wheelchair now. Get out of here. You can't play basketball with us. Everyone was just like, Drake, man, let's play basketball. Okay? Something to think about as I leave you. At this point, early in the day, I have already eaten grapes from Chile, drank coffee from Ethiopia, ate coconut milk from Thailand, pineapple pieces from Hawaii, drank tea from China and Japan, eaten oats and blueberries from Canada, and blazed it up with some of this BC Hydro, the Dro, the AAA, the high grade, all right? Probably go wash it down with a little bit of sparkling water from Italy now. I have access to all these products and so do you. If you were to check out the spices that we have available in the lounge for our food, that collection would have made me one of the richest men in the world if I held it just a couple hundred years ago. Think about that. Let's ride out together into the storm or into good or foul weather. It's love that'll keep us together. It's been fun, I had a great day. I'm gonna come back in about 24 hours with some more of this good juice for you. So let's saddle up. Things might get tough, but follow me, kids. See you tomorrow. Peace, y'all. Come with me. Let's go. Giddy up, baby. If you give this man a ride, sweet family will 
Riders on the storm Riders on the storm Into this house we're born Into this world we're thrown Like a dog without a bone An actor out alone Riders on the storm Song.